0: Bridge, Bubba. What happens in life? Well, first of all, how do you get from that side to heaven? How do you get from that side to heaven? Oh, I'm a good person. I'm good. You're going to drown right there as soon as you step off. you going to go splat. I'm good. I go to church. you deader than a hammer. What do you do to get from that side to the other side? It's called faith in Jesus Christ. There is no other way. Well, Buddha or or you know, I'll hum, hmm. you go home your way, right to hell. I'm telling you, only one way to get from here to there: faith in Jesus Christ. That's the bottom line. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So that's that's it. But also, we need faith in this life. We need faith in this life to get from here to there through the mess in our life. And we've been talking about it the last several weeks. It started back uh, about two months ago with a letter I got. Uncontrollables. What do you do with situations in your life that you can't control? It's called what? Faith. I've got to believe. I've got to believe. See, when you go through problems, the world doesn't stop turning. It keeps moving, and, and you have to as well. But faith in Jesus Christ is the answer. And God requires one thing. Say it with me. What does God require? What? Faith. Faith. And if you think about it, and it is genius because He is all-knowing. He is all-powerful. But God, on this whole earth, what is one thing that could get everybody to heaven? Well, it couldn't be money. A lot of people don't have any. Couldn't be education. Some people never went to school. Couldn't be church. Because who would do the right one? They're all crazy, it seems like, half the time. You know what I'm saying? So that wouldn't work. Skin color? Well, that wouldn't work. What's the one way that God could provide for us for everyone to get to heaven? It's called what? You don't have to have two dimes to rub together to have faith. Matter of fact, sometimes when you ain't got two dimes, you got more faith. Because that's when you got to have it and you don't rely on you. But faith is the one thing that God requires. He will not save you without faith. I thought God loved everybody. He loves everybody. He gave His own Son, Jesus, because He loved the world. But He'll save those who don't reject His Son, but rather accept His Son. Did I lose you with that math right there? That ain't that hard, is it? Yes or no? Say that's what church is about. We're supposed to be about helping others come to Jesus Christ. That's our main mission. Yes or no? I thought we were about bingo. No. We're about Jesus. Five letters bingo, but we're about the other five letters Jesus. Amen. Say, y'all hear me or not? I got none against bingo. But he didn't call me to go into the world and preach bingo. He called me in the world to preach Jesus. Amen. That's the message of fellowship. He's called us to be salt and light. Why? So they can see our good works and glorify us? No, so they can see our good works and glorify who? Him. So faith is the big deal, baby. Let's go. We're rolling. Now, what does faith mean? Here's a great definition. Plain Jane English. Here it is. What is faith? Say it with me. A total confidence and trust in God. And when it comes to salvation, when it comes to not going to hell... It's a total confidence and trust in Jesus Christ that he died on that cross. He rose from the dead for me. And that was sufficient. And it was finished. And the price has been paid in full. Amen. Has no place. It isn't a total confidence and trust in God. And, you know, your good works and your good looks and your bank account and your education. No, 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 no. God requires one thing for us to be saved. It's what? Faith. it's faith and then life is lived man and life has some twists and turns so let's look at it this new series called faith god requires one thing faith let's go with it look at that foot that is not a pretty foot i'm just saying i mean it's, it's a foot but look at it walking on those rocks and look at that little grasshopper which one do you want to be which one do you want to be do you want to be that giant foot that's, that squashes that grasshopper? Or do you want to be the grasshopper that gets squashed by the giant's foot? And I don't give a who. You might say you love grasshoppers until you think of it that way. I love grasshoppers. Well, until you want one of them about to get squished. And all of a sudden, you wish you was a giant. Amen? See, that's the choice here, Guys. Without faith, you're going to just jump around in life and be a grasshopper. And Satan is going to come against you. This world's going to come against you. Your own crazy head's going to come against you. And you're just going to hop all around. And you're going to go from one squash experience to another, one disaster to another. You hearing me? Yes or no? And many of you, you've lived your life like that. And you realize it. Man, what was I thinking? But there's another way to live life it's to live life strong. It's to live life believing. It's to live life upright. Amen? Not that you're not going to have these battles, but we are meant to overcome the wicked one. Amen? Yes or no? Well, I can't believe what the devil is doing to me. Well, what planet are you living on? That's what he does. He's the prince of the power of the air. Satan is. He's the God of this world. That's what the Bible says. Amen? So think about it. Do you want to be a grasshopper down here? Or do you want to be a giant? Well, I want to be a giant. I want to be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. So this is really a big deal. Newsflash, God wants you to be a giant. He wants you to have strong faith. Amen? But not crazy TV preacher faith. Are you listening to me? He wants you to be biblical and solid and banked on the book and the word. Amen? So let's talk about it. Here we go. Say this verse with me. Now, faith is the substance. Say that again. Now, faith is the... Substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. I put my faith in Jesus Christ when I was almost 16. My mother was a drunk sitting there in our squalor home that night. I came home. She's watching Billy Graham. Three weeks later, both of us put our faith in Jesus Christ. So what I did, I put my faith in Jesus. Hellraiser put my faith in Jesus. And the evidence... I couldn't see. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. I couldn't see then who I am now. Rockingham. From Rockingham to here. That's crazy in my life. What God did for me. And it all happened because of a five-letter word. Faith. Yeah, five letters. Amen. I'm from the country. Amen. Are you hearing me? You hearing me? Faith is a substance of things hoped for and it's the what? It's the evidence. I'm living proof that faith in Jesus Christ will change your life. Amen. My mother put her faith in Christ. She was a drunk. She never drank another drop. Never drank another drop. Faith did that for my mama. Amen. Faith is what we must have, guys. And God requires this. So he says it's the substance of things hoped for. What does that word mean? Faith is the substance. What is that? Well, I looked it up for us. The word is matter. Keep pushing me. And the Websters. It's something that has mass. Substance is matter. Substance is something that has mass. It's something that occupies space. Substance can mean the meaning of thought. Now, if you think about that, the point is this. We all have a place in us. It's, something, it's a hole that we have. And it needs to be filled with something. It needs to be filled with some kind of matter. And so I've decided to fill it with this I matter. Say that with me I what? I matter. See, that's my faith in God that tells me I matter. Amen? But something's got to fill that hole in you and in society. People need substance. Say that with me. People need substance. People need something to do. People need something to fulfill them. Yes or no? All people. You find all walks of life. People are different. But people are very similar. They need something to fill that space. People are looking for something to fill and occupy their lives. They'll go here and there. But then when crisis comes, when crisis comes, when crisis comes, there's nothing in there. And people turn to alcohol to fill that space. How many would just honestly say, I did that, Pastor. I turned to that to fill that space. Or drugs. I turned to drugs. Somebody else. That's okay. You at home. You among us here. I turn there to fill that space and they think they're filling it. They think they're filling it. And then you need more. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Not Pap's blue ribbon like my mama drank. Amen? I'm buzzing. Hello. I'm still buzzing. That's going to drive me up the wall. Is it right here? Is these headphones? Oh, there you go. That's okay. I'm hearing feedback. I'll stay over here. It's called what kind of abuse? See, I take that substance, that substance to fill that void in my life. Amen. And it's called substance abuse. That's what happens. Keep looking. Abusing the substance of alcohol or drugs fills that what? You know, at least you think it does. It numbs that pain if you're hurting. You've got a crisis in your life. Years ago, when I had to go through the, you know, being left and abandoned and feeling like I'm nothing. I had people actually recommend dumb things to me. This world out there, you know, you just need to go get wasted. Now, I watched mama do that enough. I'd like to just stay on the train with Jesus and see what he can do with me, okay? Amen. Had people say you need to go out and, you know, you you know what they told me. Go find you some wild women. And trust me, I wanted to. I'm telling you. But the bottom line is, that's not going to fill the space, Gary, of your emptiness and your loneliness and what you're feeling. And through that loneliness, I learned that my faith was enough. Did you hear me? Yes or no? We don't think faith is enough. If you've got God, you've got all you need. That doesn't mean... We don't want something. We don't get distracted. We don't want to get there faster. But man, if you hang on to him, he certainly ain't going to let go of you. Amen? And he proved that in my life. So, But this is what they do. What people do. Why? Because it deadens the body. It deadens the spirit. And a lot of you are nodding. You know far more about it than I do. But you know. At the end of the day, you're sitting here today. Amen? Because you didn't find what you were looking for, did you? But you found it in Jesus Christ. And now Chris, he gets lit up by singing music and playing music for Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're proud of you. We're proud of you. We're proud of you. And I look at you guys, even though I don't like your Philly shirt, but I look at you guys and I look at your life. Just, just, I'm not going to put you too much on the spot, but a few years ago, where did you live? On the what? On the streets. In a park. They lived homeless on a street, in a park, for th- three years ago, three years ago, on drugs. Today, Englewood, Florida, they own their own business. They're in church on Sunday morning. How proud are we of them? Boom. That's awesome. Substance, baby. And they got the substance. That's good stuff. Isn't it? I love you. And I would always try to go up to you and say, I'm proud of you. You remember me saying that? I'm proud of you. And now you heard the whole church. We're proud of you. Aren't we? Let's tell them one more time how proud of them you are. (laughs) Proud of you over here, too. And back there. Amen. And I've known you since you little girl. Haven't I? But God's blessed you, hasn't he? And now you're a believer. A real believer, aren't you? Where faith matters to you. And now you're bringing your friend, correct? Praise the Lord. God bless you. Amen. It's worth saying thank you and praise the Lord to people. Amen. This is not bull. This is not bull. We didn't ask them for money. We've asked you all for nothing. The Bible says, oh, no man, anything but to love him. And so we're just proud of you. Praise the Lord. And we and many, many, many in this room. I can't spend all the morning, even though maybe I should. Amen? It's good stuff today. It leads to what? This kind of filling your life with this stuff leads to trouble. Did you ever get in trouble? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it also leads to what? Along your journey. Did you ever know of anybody dying? Too many, right? This is what happens when you don't put your faith and trust in God. Now, not always drugs and alcohol. You can fill it with a lot of stuff. But that's not what God requires. He requires faith. So here's the question. What really fills the space? What really quickens the body and the spirit? What really leads to peace and happiness and will even give you eternal life? It's called faith. Faith in Jesus Christ can change your world. Amen? And it's not hocus pocus. It isn't Somebody hitting you on the head. It's none of that. It's you yourself believing in Jesus Christ. I believe he's God's son. I believe he died on the cross. I believe he rose for me. I'm tired of playing the game, Lord. Tell him. Tell him I don't understand it all. You know I don't. But best I know how. I believe in you and nothing else to save my tale. Amen. Just double down today. All of us in this room, none of us should get in that car when we leave with any doubt that we've done that. Amen. Yes or no? It's something you can do. And there's living proof right here with me. Over here. Over here. How many would raise your hand and say, you don't know my story, Clark. Maybe as good as you think. But I'm living proof. I'm living proof of faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm living proof. Amen. So, come on. So faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. God could not have picked a better or more complete term than the word substance to describe what faith in Him really is to the believer. My faith is my substance. My faith fills that space. My faith gives me purpose and meaning. My faith means that I matter. I have value. My faith is everything to me. Amen. And it's offensive when people in politics want me to keep my faith out of my life and out of what I do, that don't belong here, or it, do belong, it doesn't belong in the public school, then I guess I don't belong either. Because you can't just dice me up and take what really matters to me out of me and say that's okay. It's not okay. Y'all hear me or not? And without faith, you see what's happened in our country. It's gone to hell The last half generation, half 50 years or whatever, we've seen nothing but God get out since Hugo Black in the 40s, Supreme Court justice, that was full of bull, and then along went prayer out of our schools, and out of society, and then anything goes now, right? Yes or no? Yes or no? All to fill my hole inside of me. God, get out. I don't buy that, guys. Y'all hear me or not? It didn't mean to turn ugly on us, but that's the way it is. Here's the deal about faith. Real faith. You know real faith, you can't just take it and and put it over here? Real faith. How can I do that? Just like when you're on drugs. Was it hard just to put it away? Had a hold on you. Well, see, Jesus got a hold on me. Y'all hear me, yes or no? He's got a hold on me. He says, matter of fact, he says, nobody can pluck you out of my hand. Did he say that? Nobody can. See, he's got a hold on me. I can't I can't just separate myself from him. But here's the good thing. Drugs can get a hold on you. Alcohol can get a hold on you. And you can't get away from it. And you need to. But the good news is faith in Jesus Christ is the right thing. And you can never abuse it. Take as much as you want. Amen. Say. Look at this. I can never have too much faith. Ever. I can never have too much faith. I can never believe God too much. you just crazy, Gary, believing God too much. If I'm dreaming, let me dream on, okay? Don't try to discourage me in my faith in Jesus Christ. People, Christians will do that to you. Ah, oh, are you kidding me? Stay away from me then. I can never trust God too much. I had people years ago from this church when we were at the high school. They're not from here now because they chose to leave us. Because we wouldn't borrow money guy literally told me that a big group was praying right when he came to meet with me. He in essence called me crazy. We were already 75% done. Down the road. I thought I had more brains than he had. Even I know if I got 75%, I'm passing. Amen, say. That was a good grade where I came from. Listen, listen, but literally threaten me, saying, if you, don't, if, we don't, if you don't stop, you can't ask for any more help from the folks. Listen, I always said, if you can't give cheerfully, what? And you know what? I said, man, y'all may as well go on. Because God has me. Amen? Not that I don't make mistakes. Not that I don't screw it up sometimes. But this is the will of God, that we don't go out and borrow money, When we got a house full of folk. Dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Yes or no? Amen. Come on. I get that borrowing money for a home. You ain't got a house full of folks. I get that. But, man, we got a church. And even then, we had a group of people. We had enough that could work hard and let's just stay the course. Amen. And even that, God says, I've got you. Yes or no? Amen. God's good to us, man. I can never have too much confidence in God. That's what's wrong with Clark. He's got too much confidence in God. No, I got a lot of other problems. That ain't one of them, okay? My problem is I don't have enough confidence in him. My problem is I'm, I'm, I worry. I stress. You know? And, and the answer is I'm human. But that's not an excuse, God says. Is it? Yes or no? Is anxiety, is me worrying... Good for my life. No. Is that the will of God? No. That's sin. So this message is for me. Say this with me so you never forget it. The words faith and believe. say it with me, are mentioned how many times in the New Testament? Over. How many times? Over how many times? Must be pretty important to God. What do you think? I would say so. So this is something you need we're going to do a little few weeks on this. I know I'm taking a little time, but that's the way it goes. So what are you going to be, a grasshopper or a giant? Boom! I love that. Somebody hollered it out. Amen. Now, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, we already read it. It's called the faith chapter. I call it the great hall of giants. And the cool thing about everyone listed there, most of them were screw-ups. Not all of them, but a lot of them had issues. And they made it anyway? I guess it wasn't about them anyway, was it? It was about the one they believed in. So faith is a total confidence and trust in God. That's what it is. That's what it is. Abel had it, according to Hebrews 11. Abel had it. Enoch had it. Noah had it. Abraham had it. He was a liar. Sarah had it. She was too. Laughed at God. Isaac had it. Joseph had it. Man, that guy had lots of problems, didn't he? He had a hard life. Moses had it. He killed somebody. Rahab was a prostitute. She had it. Oh, but I can't have it because you don't understand what I've gone through, Pastor. Try to tell that to these people. Amen. Try that to tell that, tell that to people like this morning in this congregation. Someone in the room sitting here that lost their 16-year-old son. You find out what other people are going through and they're still making it, it'll help you quit whining. Amen. Stop whining and start believing. I'm not saying you haven't gone through pain, that you aren't hurting. You are. But to just continue to voice that and voice that when you take those same words and believe God and say, God, help me. God, help me. Show me. Help me, Lord, trust you and believe in you and help me know I'm going to get through this. Amen? We've got a lot of people that have a lot of problems here. But they have faith. And they're still smiling. And they're still reaching people for Christ. And you would not believe the mess they've gone through. Amen. That's these people. Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel. All the prophets had it. Both men and women had it. The persecuted and the tortured. It actually says people that were cut in two by saws. That's what it says in the book of Hebrews. Can you imagine having faith when someone is killing you because of your belief in Jesus, and they're sawing you in half. Ignatius, when they tied him up to a stack of wood, and they lit him on fire, he was singing praise to God. But you can't make it because you lost your job. You're pitiful. You can't make it because somebody left you good if that's what it takes for you to finally double down and say god is with me and god will give you a life out there if you want it amen that's hard preaching and amen the only reason i can say that is because i've had this pain in my life i'm not going to sit up here and make excuses for us not believing god amen yes or no are you all right I did i shock you I could go on and on. You're going to quit believing because your loved one died. Jesus didn't. I mean, he did die for you, but he's alive forevermore, and he has your loved one with him. So Satan would say, don't believe Jesus anymore, because he's a liar and a freak. Got it? You mean, why would I quit believing when he has my mama? Yes or no? Amen. Amen. See, it's just craziness. God says, I'm not going to let you off the hook here. You must have faith in me. You must have faith in me. God says it straight up, all through his his word. So guess what? You've got to have faith. You've got to have faith. It doesn't matter what you say. You might say, well, that's your opinion. That's not my opinion. That's the word of God. That's flat out the Bible. You know what? That's also life. That's life. The people that believe, the people that have faith are the strongest people on this planet. And they smile. You ever go into a nursing home and somebody's really sick, they're really bad off, and you leave and they made you feel good? How many ever had that happen? <sighs> how many ever saw somebody had it so bad and you went to try to help them? I don't know what the situation was. I mean, they got it rough, man. And they left. I mean, you felt condemned when you left because how pitiful your attitude is. Let me see some hands. Isn't that just Ruth? People of faith, man. That's, how, that's what we're called to be. God says that. So do you want to be that big old giant? Or you want to be that grasshopper? So without faith, you're dead in the water. That's something i said for years. You can say what you want. You can go to church. You can give your money. If you don't have faith, you are dead on the inside. You're dead. You're dead in the water. Without faith, you ain't got a dog's chance. What I mean, you don't have a dog's chance of not going to hell. Without faith in Jesus Christ, you don't have a dog's chance. Not, well, maybe one day, one day when I get there, he'll come up with another plan. You're a crazy person. God gave his son for you. There's only one way. Jesus said it this way for people like me to plain English. Say it with me if you know it. I am the way, the truth, and the... And then he finished it up with this. No man comes to thee but by me. Is that pretty plain English, yes or no? You must have it, guys. You have zero connection to God himself without faith. None. You mean none? I went to church my whole life and I don't believe really in Jesus, but you mean I don't have any connection? None. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? It's the truth. You're saved by grace, yes. Through what? And that not of who? Yourself is the gift of what? God. Lest any man should do what? Boast. It's all through the Bible. It's in some new message I've got here. Okay? So now let's go with the end. We're going to take our last few minutes with this story. So just hang on. Here we go. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, They were there in the wilderness. They're going to go into the promised land. He promised. He promised. He promised to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob. Did he promise that? There's a land for you flowing with milk and honey. And now it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And many, many people turned against God because of it. They rebelled constantly against God. But they're there now, they're close. And the Lord says to Moses, Send the men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel, of every tribe of their fathers. Send a man. Everyone a ruler among them. So there's 12 tribes. I want you to send 12 rulers or 12 leaders. 12 leaders. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent the 12 from the wilderness of Paran. And all those men were heads of the children of Israel. These were real rulers and leaders of men. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get you up this way southward and go up into the mountain. And see the land. God said He would give it to us. But we're going to have to go in and take it. So you've got to go there and give me a report. You go to that land and you see the land. What it is. And the people that dwell in that land. Whether they're strong or weak. Whether there's few here or or many over there. And what the land is that they dwell in. Whether it's good land. Land you can plant crops, or if it's bad, rocky land where you can do nothing with it. What the cities are like. Do they dwell in tents in this particular city, and do they dwell in walled cities and strongholds? Let me know everything, because we're going in, so I need to know what it looks like. Tell me what the land is like, whether it's fat or lean. Tell me if there's trees or not. Say that with me. And be Of good. And that's what it's going to take for you to have faith. It's going to take courage for you to have faith. And you know when I get into the word. And when I speak the word. When I memorize the word. I'm pumping courage into Clark. I'm pumping courage into Gary. My mother living with a killer. A man that abused her. And then killed her. Her favorite verse of courage was. All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Psalm 91. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night or the error that flies by day. She pumped herself with courage. Did you hear me? Yes or no. You want to have faith? Say it with me. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the what? The word of God. Moses said, be of good courage and bring back fruit from that land. And now the time was the time of the first ripe right grapes. So what happened? These 12 men, they came into the brook of Eskel. They cut down from thence a branch of one cluster of grapes. We're talking some big honking grapes. They bear it between two men on a staff. That's some big grapes behind me, baby. Amen. So this sounds like a good land, just like God said. They brought also pomegranates. How many never ate a pomegranate before? You never ate one. Let me see your hands. How many ate pomegranates before? That's pretty amazing. There was one near my house when I grew up as a kid. And we'd go over there. We were stealing them, but she really didn't mind. So that's what we told ourselves. But anyway, but anyway, I learned to eat pomegranates. They're really good. I said this at the first service. and Somebody's going to bring me a pomegranate next week. Because they're expensive. But anyway, I love that. And figs. I really don't like figs at all except fig newtons. I'll eat those. You put sugar and mass in something, I'll eat it. Okay? And they returned from searching the land after 40 days. So these 12 spies went out. we're, 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 We're getting somewhere, believe it or not. For 40 days. So now they're back with the report. And they went and they came to Moses and to Aaron and to... All the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh, and they brought back what? They brought back word. Say word. Unto them and unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit. Look at these big grapes and the pomegranates. And they told them and said, We came unto the land that you sent us. And surely it's just like God says. Say it with me. It what? It flows with what? Milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. He wasn't lying, man. Did you know God's not lying? Did you you know you know God's not lying when He says I'm going to take care of you? When He says I know of a hair on your head, but sparrow falls. You don't think I'm going to take care of you? He's not lying. He's not lying. We're the crazy one, not him. But watch this. Say that next word with me. Verse 28. Say that word with me. Never. doesn't matter that God's not lying. We pull that nevertheless stuff all the time, don't we? Mess happens to us, and this is good, and we see this, and God's been faithful. Nevertheless, they said the people are strong. That's okay. That's okay. Don't give me me the false impression here. They're strong. I expected them to be strong that dwell in the land. And the cities are walled. It wasn't just tents. There's walled cities. Okay. And they're very What? And then this last line, and moreover, we saw the children of who there? Anak. These are giants. Big people. Big people. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains. The Canaanites dwell by the sea and the coast of Jordan. Now watch this, verse 30. Say that with me, two words. And who? And who? His name means dogged, dogged, dogged. I call him Bulldog. He's like a dog. When you give a dog a bone, one of them big old bones, and a dog will grab it, and you can pull the dog through the house. Because he ain't letting go. That's what I want to be. God, you ain't letting go of me, but I ain't letting go of you. Yes or no? Amen. And Caleb, I mean, this report upset the people. And Caleb still the people, the old bulldog. He still the people. Before Moses. And he said this. Let us go up at once. I love a guy like that. Don't you? Let us go up at once and possess it. We can do it. For we are sent with him. We're, we're what? what? We're what? We're what? We're well able to overcome. Does, does the Bible say we're overcomers? Yes or no? This is a big message, guys, for us. But the men that went up with him, went with with him, other than Joshua, that was 12, said, We be not able. Say that with me. We be not able. Wonder what those people years ago that said we couldn't do this debt free feel like now. And I don't mean that to be ugly. But, buddy, if that's what it takes. To get our faith in the Lord and so be it. God is able. How many right now you thought you would never, ever be where you are right now in your life? You just never thought you'd be there. God blessed you, didn't He? Didn't He? How many were saying, I was stupid? Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Believe God, man. But these people, these were leaders. These were warriors. And they said, we'd be not able to go up against the people. They're stronger than we are. That's a lie. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. You've got to believe that. Are you hearing me today? And they brought up a what kind of report? What kind of report? When you don't believe God, and I won't be able to do much more. A few more verses and we're done. Even though there's a lot more message, but I think we've done fine. When you don't believe God, God sees you as evil. I don't get that. I thought he loved me. He does love you. He does love you. He gave his son for you. But he's calling it what it is. When you say I can't, when you say I can't make it, I can't go on. And I'm talking about hard situations, being left, or someone in your life died, or you lost your you lost your business and your career, and you feel like you're nothing. But it's a lie. You are not nothing. You are something. And God looks at when we say stuff like that, when we live like that, when we turn to the drinking or the drugs or whatever to fill that space, God's man, God's not calling what we do an evil. He's calling us evil. Because you don't believe in me. Yes or no? Amen. How does a parent feel when some, one of your kids don't believe in you anymore? You know what I'm saying? I used to, when I was going through my hard struggle, I would look at Mitch and Elise And I would say, I'm not going to let them down. I'm not going to let them down because they believe in me. You hear me, yes or no? They believe. And look at me, I'm pitiful. But to Mitch and Leese, I'm their daddy. And that's, man, we cannot quit. Y'all hear me, yes or no? I'm not talking about church. We're doing great at church. I'm talking about life. Amen. How many say, I felt like quitting, but I didn't, and God bless me. Let me see some hands. I Man, I felt like quitting. I felt like giving up. I felt like, but I'm, I'm here today. Hallelujah. I'm proud of you. So they brought up an evil, evil report of the land which they had searched to the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we've gone to search it is a land that eats up the inhabitants. That's what happens when you give in to the devil and unbelief. Now you start creating all kinds of imagination. Now the land is eating up people. That's all bull. All the people that we saw in it are men of great what? I've been to the Holy Land many, many times. Almost everybody over there is much shorter than I am. Even that's a lie. You see some giants and you say everybody's giants. Yes or no? Amen. Because that's all you're staring at. They're just making up lies because they're scared. And here's our verse. Say the whole verse with me if you don't mind. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. Keep going. And we were in our own sight as, and so we were. Roger, let's quit right there. I'm exhausted. Did you know it's not my job to see through other people's eyes? See, they saw giants. And that they saw themselves as grasshoppers. And then at the end they said, and they see us as grasshoppers. I don't want to look through other people's eyes. I want to look through eyes of faith. Did y'all hear me? If anybody's eyes I want to look through, I want to look through his eyes. God's eyes. Can you imagine when I'm going through a problem that's killing me? Here's God, all-powerful. If I look through his eyes and see what he sees, my problem's pretty puny, isn't it? Yes or no? But if I look through somebody else's eyes or even my own crazy eyeballs, I see myself as a grasshopper. Faith is looking through God's eyes. Did you hear me? Does God love me? Well, look through his eyes. Yes, he loves me. Does God see me as a somebody who can overcome or someone who can't overcome? God sees me as somebody who can overcome. Did you hear me yes or no? I lost my job or what? A, does God see me as somebody who can get another job or I can't get no another job? God sees me as somebody that can. What? Are y'all listening or not? So I'm left, I'm abandoned, I'm alone. Does God see me as always being alone or does God see me with the potential and capability of being with someone else one day? Yes or no? Or finding that being alone with Him and just I'll be content being single? Yes or no? Did I lose you on all that? That wasn't in the message, Raj, I know. But I just saw that today when I just read it to you. So I don't want to see through other people's eyes. I want to see through His eyes. Amen? My mama loved me to death. She still does. She's alive today. But boy, when my mama saw Gary, she saw something special. And that was just my mama. Can you imagine how God sees you and feels about you? That's crazy, isn't it? And guys, think like that. Faith is a personal matter. You might say, yeah, with well, somebody else. That's you seeing through other people. Quit doing that. Just how about you get along with God and you just say, God, I know you see in me good. You gave your son for me. There's hope because when I look through your eyes, I have a future. Isn't that great? Say, anyway, I got a little kooky there at the end, I guess. But that's what I see. Amen. That's what I want to keep seeing. I struggle sometimes. But God's blessed me with Kim. I'm 56 years old. I'm raising two little girls again. I never thought I could do something like that. But you know what? Greater is he that's in me than he that's in this world. Every little girl deserves a daddy. Amen? And if that's who I'm called to be, that's who I'm going to be. Because, see, I'm looking through his eyes. Amen? As I get weak, there'll be help to come along or he'll strengthen me. Yes or no? So I just say that whatever you're going through today, believe God. If you don't, God sees you in that situation as being evil. Say evil. One more time. Oh, that's him looking at me. I don't want him to look at me and see me like that. Yes or no? Amen. Say, I want him to see me going, I like Gary. Amen. He believes in me. Let's thank the Lord for his word. I quit. Amen. Come on. I'm done. Woo! You got a lot more stuff if you want to go online. And check out-